0: and pledge a monthly contribution, even just $2 a month, would be a huge encouragement.
1: Hi, and welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I wanna share some of the skating tips I've received from great skaters over the last couple of months. Hey, uh, happy new year, and happy Christmas, and welcome to 2019. Uh, the year of the great vert blading revival <laughs> i don 't know about that, but if twenty eighteen is anything to go by, another massive year for rollerblading, I think both in um, within our community, with people coming back to skating with a new generation picking up skating and with a growth in the industry and its profile i, I think it 's very hard to predict that blading will be on a plateau or a downward trajectory. Viewing the kind of energy and momentum uh, that it's enjoying, you know, as well as uh, the fact that we're moving into the 90s revival era for pop culture um, and other things besides. So, I mean, that's really cool. It's exciting to see what, uh, what the year will hold, what kind of skating we'll get to enjoy individually as well as enjoy watching and uh, what the movement of um, the various industries and media will be in all sorts of levels as well. So <laughs> it's good. Um, I had a really fruitful summer of skating which is nice. I, I was really determined to during time off and the lead up to time off to, to put some good hours into skating and I think that was one of the big bits of advice that I got particularly for vert skating. I mean, it's obvious, right, for any skating. you just the more you do it, the more regularly you do it, the better you'll get. But particularly in that string of interviews I did towards the end of last year with Ian and Cesar and Scott, you know, a refrain that came through all of it was there's a big learning curve with vert skating and really short of just putting in the hours pretty regularly and consistently, it's hard to see progress. So I was determined to, to work on that and, um, and I've, I'm happy to report I've seen progress, not massive progress, uh, but still substantial sustained progress and, um, and I'm hopeful um, that I can you know, advance from that and be able to report further progress in the coming months as well. Um, so on this episode, first between nineteen um, and the first in a while, I think where I've just shared something in my own skating, I just wanted to give a, a, well, I mean, there's, I'd give a quick little update perhaps on on things that uh, that I'm you know progressing and working on um, uh, towards the end, but but particularly focus on the advice I've been given because if it's advice for me, it'll be advice for you um, if you're at this same kind of um, you know uh, intermediate level of skating and wanting to grow and improve. So uh, first up in terms of um, skating advice was um, uh, going into December. So late November, I posted up just another little photo of me going back to the vert bowl and working away at vert skating. And uh, this kind of absurd, embarrassing and awesome all combined together moment happened on Instagram where I suddenly got Sesamora Scott Crawford and Ian Smith all kind of coming in to give feedback and advice on the the footage that they were seeing and how to uh, improve and develop on it Um, and so uh, the kind of comments I was getting were things like, let me see if I can find it, Um, uh, here we go, so uh who comes in first uh sesamora comes in first it's so weird um having these guys commenting and giving advice it's it's really spoiled but he goes age is no impediment carve a little more bring your knees up to your chest and don't turn too early make a gradual arc um uh, land tucked in and compressed so you have some spring for the next wall and then Scott Crawford comments everything that Seth said and let your skates roll off the top of the ramp Um, and then Ian Smith comments yep exactly as above carve and hold the ramp until the top don't leave the ramp too early and also watch the drop in you're going in a little far and losing a lot of speed on the first wall that you're pumping hard to get back save a bit of energy and drop in closer to the wall knees tucked in and bum almost hitting the coping as you go in Um, yeah and, and And this was, you know, and then later on Ian comments, that by going all the way to the top, try not to hit the coping, that'll throw you off, but do ride the entire ramp, otherwise you're literally airing from under the coping, so your two foot of air is only equating to one foot of air. Um... So so that was the first bit, you know, particularly working on the carving, and, and, and that's the bit of advice that goes back a year or so when we were talking, Ian Smith and I were talking about um, skating vert ramps, going like you don't want to jump out of the ramp, and one of the ways to break bad habits with vert skating is to instead just really practice carving, carving wide, carving long, carving the whole face of the ramp, and airing out in you know, a carve. Um, both helps you spot your landing more, but also helps you ride more of the the wall of of the ramp, and um, and so you know, <laughs> <like> <laughs> typical human nature. I stubbornly went, oh, I don't want to spend the limited time I've got, especially in this dizzy circular bowl, carving, carving, carving. But I went, no, if I want to get better at this, I've got to work at this, um, uh, and so I just worked at the carving and and not getting higher, but getting consistently. Um, a carving motion going further up the ramp in terms of the, the kind of progress I was making. And then um, uh, post another little video working on the carving more uh, and clearly not getting higher even than I'd gotten prior to that, but much more of a carve, um, breaking the habit of turning too early. Uh, and then immediately I get a comment from Cesar again, and this is kind of becomes the laughable pattern of his comments, is that um, I'm kind of joking with my kids and saying... Um, uh, that Scott Crawford's optimistic, encouraging comments uh, keep me going um, in my vert skating, and Cesar's kind of more critical comments uh, keep me growing. Um, if it was just the more critical uh, stuff, then maybe that would be discouraging, but uh, the two together is a great combo. So <laughs> Cesar's immediate comment is, okay, the hand clapping has got to stop. <laughs> That is, as I'm pumping up, I'm using my arms to pull myself up in the pump, and then the, the arms are kind of flailing above my head, almost like they're clapping above my head. He says, "You're tucking your knee pretty good. Keep them together." but your hands and arms are throwing your whole body out. Go up as you are, tuck your knees up, but use your left hand to grab the outside of your left boot, so like a safety grab, Um, even around the ankle area, so you're in a mute position without actually doing the full mute grab. This will steady you in the air and you'll land compressed with power for the next wall. The is looking good. I think you look scared. As soon as you get in the air, you freak out a bit. Trust yourselves. Tuck your knees towards your chest. Grab the left hand and hold until you go back in. Keep it tight. Looking before, better than before though, definitely. And then Ian similarly says, yep, Uh, get those arms down. Simple grabs, mute is the easiest. Uh, Great way uh, to get your arms under control. The best position for your arms is down beside you, not in front of you or over your head. This will help your posture and body position and get you in a place where your grabbing and tricks in general are easy to do it'll come with your confidence levels but if you force it a bit you'll get there faster you're using your arms to get more height from momentum which is fine but the resting position should be much lower as you're rolling on the flat your arms should be down beside you not in front and that I think is one of the big take-homes that I really I think that along with Ian's other comment about the the really sitting in low as you drop in rather than kind of I think early dropping for ages, I was so freaked out just at the process of standing and dropping into a vert ramp that my arms were out in front to kind of steady me and maybe psychologically protect me. And I was kind of standing up a fair bit to feel in control and so i was almost dropping past the vert wall down and lower into the um the the transition um and so that process of actually dropping in in a way where my hands actually stay flat dangling by my side and then sitting down quite low so that as i drop in my my bum almost touches the coping um uh that that advice and really being conscious and not letting the arms go forward, um, as I'm riding down the ramp and along the flat, and then, then as we'll get to, not letting them fly up as well, um, when I'm then, I'm um, going up into the air, um, so the carving, the arms down, you know, resting place by the side, and then sitting down into the, uh, into the drop-in, um... Uh, really helpful advice, and so then you know a day or so later, I post another video this time with the uh, arms under control um and uh and that that yeah I was definitely feeling that the tucking up the knees tucking up to the chest, the grabbing um but but all of this low discouragingly low lower than I had gotten. I think I was kind of two thirds of a foot before, and these were all kind of half a foot sort of airs. Um, and so then I come in to skate with Ian in Canberra, which is just really great at this beautiful uh, skate ramp and skate park, Tuggeranong Skate Park. Um, and you know, I skated for about an hour before he turned up. Then we skated for an hour together. He brought a bunch of his roaches skates along, and so I got to try like old majestic twelves, I think, or Fifth Elements or something, and um, growls and. Um, uh, you know all that was pretty fun <laughs> pretty comfy pretty fun pretty interesting great to see him skate in person great to see great blading vert skating in person which i don't think i've seen in the five years since i've been back it's all been online i don't think i've skated with a really capable vert skater at all for this five years back into blading it's so depressing um but uh but yeah, that was just great to watch him skate. And, and whenever I skate with someone significantly better than me, and this is true with anything, but with skating, it almost feels like they're doing a different thing. You know, you're watching what they're doing and comparing it to what you've been doing and doing and thinking you're doing all right at. And you just go, it's like we're playing a different sport. It's like we're, we're doing a different activity. It's like the approach, all that you're bringing to everything you're doing is a different thing to what I'm doing. And that's quite a disheartening... Um, experience on one level, but also it is a, third, a challenge to improve, right? And it's the reason why you get better quicker if you skate with others and skate on your own. And, and so, so, I mean, that was just it was such a cool opportunity, and, and the big thing, I, mean, I took a fall as a part of that, which sucked, I, uh, you know, we were skating on the smaller mini ramp that still got almost avert, and was a bigger sized mini, I, I don't know whether, about eight foot or something, so a pretty substantial mini ramp, and I um, went up to sort of just do a footstool and go back in fakie, but um but got my balance off and just fell back and whacked my head and whacked my elbow, which really that whacked my tailbone really, I was gladly I'm wearing a helmet really hurt, really shook me um, I hadn't fallen backwards ever in the last five years and um, uh, it's not a nice feeling and um, uh, my elbow still is kind of sore where it whacked, my tailbone still a little sore um, and my neck from the kind of whiplash from from hitting my head sore too um and that kind of I was already starting to get tired toward the end of that session um and worried that I'd hurt myself in my tiredness and and was all um uh uh but yeah then going I don't know if I've hurt myself seriously and if I fall again I'll hurt myself really seriously you know that that shook me more um and so I I I deliberately did skate a little bit longer just so that I did get back on the horse and didn't sort of walk away, not having skated again, and just walk away with with a, a scared last impression. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I cut that sort of short, but it was just really good. I mean, it was really positive, it was encouraging, it was practical, um, kind of got into... Coach mode and and you know was kind of dropping again, go again, come on, up, don't rest, in again, go again, do this, do that, you know, then showing me what he wanted me to do, and then do, so that was just really privileged. And the, the things I walked away from that doing were he said just get really comfortable on the coping on the the top of the ramp on the the the, the rail at the top of the ramp, really comfortable on the coping, the platform, um, slow down, just work on foot stalls, going up, turning 180, landing with both skates on the coping, so upright and so far back that i could roll out onto the platform if i needed to so just do that again and again standing up um uh, and doing it slowly not rushing and then tapping and then rushing to get back in but really slowly up out standing up and then in the going back in from that uh like with the drop in really bend down and bum to the coping and, and get full power don't lose power from that so that's been a thing i've just been working on again and again and again and again and again and again and again, and again is just getting up and out and standing and and slow that whole motion into the footstools and back in and i'd like to get that soon on the vert edge into some some basic um front side and royale and sole grinds um as well Um, so that was the first thing the second thing was really work at developing and being really confident and skating fakie on the ramp and now I'm confident to to skate up up and back but I think especially when I'm nervous on bigger ramps coming out of coping tricks I spread my legs out way too far and stand up way too much and I'm not sort of compact and balanced and I'm not as confident going fakie as I am going forward, and as, you know, and even just airing up, and keeping in balance, airing up to land fakie. Um, sometimes I, I feel like I'm losing my balance in that. Just don't want to hit my head backwards again, right? So I've got to feel really confident in going up and landing fakie. So that's um, was so confident on the coping, just foot stalls, foot stalls, foot stalls, and don't lose power, dropping back in, do that slow. Secondly, being confident skating fakie, um, and then uh, was there a third thing to do with with pumping and airing? I'm trying to remember what... Maybe it was just those those couple of things were the big take-homes um, there. Um, you know, along with the ones before, pulling the knees up, grabbing the airs, um, hands down by the side, again, hands down by the side. Um, so, yeah, that was a really good session. I mean, I came away really encouraged by that, but also, you know, still feeling like so long to go. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, uh so yeah let me finish the maybe the vert skating progress then um, uh, and then we'll um we can go into um uh, just a bit more of a street skating bits of advice from uh, a local guy Stevie Um so, how how have I gone since then? Well, I've, I've put in some really, you know, some big two-hour-plus sessions over the summer break and really regularly, several times a week, going, only going to skate the Vert Ramp, not going to skate elsewhere, just saying, I'm going to skate, I'm going to give my time to go and skate there, even if it means a shorter session and more travel time to go and skate there, and I think that's just really paid off. I think, looking back, realising that I've been skating for for several years, three years, but... Um, But so little of that time of being able to skate vert have I actually given my time to skating vert, and I think because it's been frustrating and hard work and scary and different, difficult travel time, um, all of that together means that I've just I haven't really just said no. If I'm going to skate, I'm going to skate there, and so I think that's really that, that just that basic thing. Put lots of time to it. You know, it's just really basic advice. Uh, consistently now much more confident with just a basic foot stall. Um, and so, next we will be doing a, a footstool going up forward and then going back in fakie or t- jumping 180 back in, um, as well as a sole stall. And just getting those really confident. So that's 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 been making good progress there. I've gotten inverts with two hands now up at the coping and the vert ramp, which is good. And so the next step there is getting that one hand and then extend it up so that I'm doing a grab with my free hand, which is my left hand. Um, so that's cool. Um... Uh, And then airing, I've actually seen progress in my airs. So really deliberately getting that drop in power, bending down, arms at side, dropping in, really not losing force whenever I go back in and really being so confident going back in that I'm not doing anything that's worrying more about balance or safety and losing me speed and power. Um, That's been a real part of it. Uh, and then the other thing is actually I think that, that practicing the foot stalls has gotten me riding up more of the ramp and has got me being, moving more towards a standing up kind of position as I come up the transition uh, so that I'm not kind of squatted going up, keeping squatted so that I can stay squatted and, and manage myself. I think when you're uncomfortable and you're scared, you're trying to stay as close to the ramp the whole time, you're trying to stay as close to a tucked safe position or a standing balanced hands out position as possible, instead of what will maximise power. And so that uh, bring bring the body up to a more of a standing position, like you do as you go up and stand in a footstool, on the way up and out, and then bring up the tuck and then land tucked to push that tuck power back in, and then stretch up, going up the next um, uh, the next wall. Um, Uh, you know, and you go back and you watch, I find that, yeah, yeah, watching like old videos and I I found even just particularly recently when I really unlocked this and, and got to one and a, one and a third, one and a half foot high, which is consistently now my new height. Um, and although it's a minor increase, it's substantial for me having not really seen an increase for a long time. Um, I was watching actually some old Chris Edwards and, and Tom Fry and other skaters from the 1990s and just watching their vert run, runs and, and that kind of the arms down, almost pushing down on the on the thighs, on the knees to get that initial drop in thrust and always going back in with that real full thrust going in. And then as you see them come out, you see how much their bodies are straightening out as they're coming up, lift, lifting up and extending up, up into the air um, And now I just don't find myself thinking about clipping the coping or clearing the coping at all. I I get that feeling on a whole other level of really riding up the full ramp and and extending up as I go up. Um, uh, And and just like that, it's kind of like burst through this plateau, having been on this plateau of kind of a foot or a little bit less Mm. for a year or two. um, uh, Now jumping up to sort of one and a third, one and a half foot, Really consistently um, in a couple of years, each time I skate. Um, it's just nice to feel like that's a new normal. And so all I've got to do now is just r- consistently maximize that drop in f- power and then that um, coming up power. Um, and and I, can, I can see how that could quickly ish, <laughs> quickly ish, get me to, um, to two foot as the consistent normal. But man, it's slow work. So I really appreciate the input from those guys and amazingly blessed to be in this situation where the sport is small in such a way but these guys are available in such a way that I can get this degree of input uh, it's it's incredible so um, you know I kind of almost want to hold off on posting too many videos until I actually have progress at work um, so that uh, they can they can see that the progress um, uh, happening <laughs> um, to give you an example about the the kind of perennial um, uh, kind of pattern of feedback between Cesar and Scott Uh, when I posted a a jump up in height um, uh, from a week or so ago Scott Crawford's response was a little at a time brother encouraging response and then Cesar's response is one sentence your right hand is throwing you off (laughs) um it's just hilarious um that was really good in terms of advice is don't wave it up high have it out to your side to hold your balance but but have it down down low and on your side not waving up high above your head and that was again that's the thing he keeps me growing and scott keeps me going (laughs) um in terms of seeing improvement and even the next day from from that bit of feedback um uh, i think it was i I got a bit higher still so you know that's uh Uh, yeah, that's cool. That's nice to sort of feel that happening. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's the vert skating, and then the um, uh, the street skating um, advice. I I'd organise just like a social event for my church. We're doing sort of various spontaneous social events or kind of loose organised social events over the summer months, you know, where different people from the congregation could organise a Bible study or a community activity or a, a practical service activity of all kinds. And, and both in the middle of the year with a skate rink visit and now at the end of the year at the skate park, I, I thought, well, you know, I don't have the energy to organise some whole other separate thing, but I want to go skating anyway. I know a few people who have kids who like scooters or skaters or skateboards and um, might be up for it. And I'm kind of happy to skate even if no one comes. And so I'll just offer that in the mix. And so I said, oh, skate park and bring some food for a Barbie afterwards. And um, I also mentioned it on the Tasmanian OG, pay- OG Rollerbladers page. And, um, yeah, for the first, I don't know... Uh, couple of hours no one from church turned up actually and so it was only the last hour and a half or so that they turned up and then that was really fun seeing a bunch of them and their kids and some of their kids are skateboards and scooters and a couple with rollerblades and the pastor's wife actually is a keen rec blader and she just got some tri-skates um had some power slide um what were they swivels um which i had a go on this is my first go on the tri-skates actually gosh they're fun they're really good fun and they they amazingly easy to get used to, um, from, uh, from regular kind of, uh, urban skate setup. So that, that was cool. Um, but in the first little bit, one of the Tassie OG blades on the Facebook page texted out to this guy, Stevie, who's kind of a bit of a ninja of the Tassie blading community. Who's not even on Facebook. He's, he's, you know, like a ghost that just kind of appears with his dog and, and skates. And he's just a very natural, confident, capable skater. Um, Uh, A bit intimidating, (laughs) Um, but it was just him and me skating. And it ended up being, again, a bit like with Ian skating at the skate park, him giving me advice more than him skating himself. Um, Him giving me feedback on how to improve... Um, which again was really helpful and so uh, the big take home for me from that in terms of grinding advice like his big thing is you just get your body you figure out your body position you get that in the right position um, and that's all it is it's not that hard as he says and I think he genuinely believes that Uh, but he's a very capable skater and even though his advice is very helpful um, I still feel very much that it's more than quote, just getting your body in the right position. That, that, that's a great insight, uh, but it's something that uh, someone who's extremely natural and capable can, can do at a whole other level, whereas others, obviously, it's still a lot of practice and a lot of work and a lot of other factors that go into it rather than just get your body in the right position. Credit to him though, he, he really is someone who breaks down tricks, who who thinks about what is the body position, who thinks about what grinds are similar to other grinds, and um, where your body needs to be, who thinks about just learning it, 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 so you never fail. And I think that's the thing through all this bits of feedback is just going, don't kind of perpetuate okay done tricks and then experiment with other okay done tricks. Nail a trick, get it absolutely perfect, as it should be done. Uh, good posture, balance, consistency, stability. Really work it until it's locked into place and then move on to the next trick. Is um, uh, it's, you know, it's a really good discipline to take on board. Um, and so, I mean, like a big advice with the Royals is just going, you've got to lock it with that back foot on the frame and the boot as soon as you hit the, the rail, and then you won't slide out. If you get frame and boot and whack those both down together, you won't slide out. Don't be scared of sliding out if you hit those two together. You only slide out if you don't fully commit to that posture, that lock. And so you hit just the frame and then you'll skid out on just the frame. But frame and boot down together and and you'll lock. So that, I mean, that's just um, really good reassurance, really good advice for someone especially who's not... Um, uh, you know, for whom you're know, learning Royales is a whole new thing since I came back. Um, and then with both Royales and Soul tricks, especially skating rails, if you're used to skating ledges and rails feel a bit scary, you can be tempted to sort of jump on the inside side of those obstacles and never fully commit over the rail. Um, and so that advice of jumping as if you are to jump over the rail, jump as if you would to jump over the rail and to land fakie, um, and that will enable you to fully commit and get your body in a sole grind position with your shoulders facing fully forwards, um, your your um, groove foot, your H-block foot um, fully turned in, not just sort of skidding sideways along the rail, um, and your weight over the rail on the sole foot and really sitting back on that sole foot. Um, so that was just really good advice to have someone just go, no, do it again, jump over, lock in, get in the right position for the Royale again, 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 lock it over the rail, land it, lock it over the rail, now do the Farvenugan, same thing, now do the salt, you yeah. so know, that was just really really good and a good encouragement, again, to keep consistently working at getting the switch variations of these things really stable and consistent as well. Um, so I feel like that, I mean, that was, that's that's been a a good step of progress forward just in in terms of my grinding tricks and confidence and and paving a good foundation from which to build on um, some basic switch-ups like a Royale to switch Royale um, and Soul to switch Soul and some of those kinds of things. So, I know it's been a good learning curve and and a really just a fantastic thing to have. The luxury of time off, good weather, um, supportive family for that good health um and to be able to just really give some good chunks of time to laying some really solid foundations for progress in my skating it's just really satisfying um i hope your you aussie skaters and southern hemisphere skaters have also been making the most of the summer um and uh i hope this isn't too discouraging for those in parts of the world where it's snow and rain and much harder to skate at the moment um anyway that's it for today catch ya
0: Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We're also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.